here. You pretend to be my dad. Very proud of me. You think he's going to be your dad, but that doesn't happen. He just had sex with your mom, and then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Oh my god! I thought I'd never make it. Oh, I I came all this way to bring you the third episode of Masks from This American Dice. Oh, oh. Listen, you guys have to understand that. Uh, there's listen there's a false panel behind the medicine cabin you need to pull it there's a there's a code that you need to press the code is it's three four one one four one four if you don't do it in that exact order you'll never be able to oh my god here they come no not again no no after having been chastised by members of the super squad particularly the awful defender Though having impressed Supreme, our team of heroic teens ventures to the place where they've been hanging out for the short amount of time that they've been a team. And we had said, we see a shot of like a fairly empty mall parking lot. And um, then we see, um, when you guys hang out, do you hang out with one another out of costume? Sure. I do not have any other friends. So Helix does. Helix hangs out at a costume. It makes sense because we said that this is where Helix works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wade shows up in costume because he doesn't want his regular identity associated with these nerds. <laughs> so he just shows up as a football player? He shows up as Captain Football? Captain Football, yeah. Not just any football player. The greatest okay. football player of all time. Oh, yeah, but we had also said that uh, – actually, you guys can be in costume if you want. Uh, maybe just Helix isn't because we had said that you guys hang out at the yep. Spencer Gifts and that nobody comes in to the point where this place is basically you just have kind of the run of the show. Mm -hmm. Company policy. I'm in the Spencer's Gift uh, snarky uniform top, whatever the, the phrase of the week on the top is. Oh, yeah, it says, like, not the, not the brightest crayon in the – box are we so at captain football are you simultaneously a superhero that has the motif of captain football and also in real life a football captain yes mm -hmm. and your superhero identity is unknown is distinct from your superhero captain life yeah yeah he changed the okay. numbers there okay. <laughs> and, and in captain football's and in captain football's defense carl He's not the only football player in the city. Yeah. yeah. Are, are you both the quarterbacks of the high school team? He changed so he, he changed the number from 77. He just reversed it. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. So, Captain Football, if Captain Football is a current football player, there's probably like 12 people that could maybe be Captain yeah, Football. Yeah. It could be anyone. It could be any of those dozen. Anyway, <laughs> but all right, so we, we see a shot of some lava lamps. We see a shot of some personal massagers. We see a shot of like a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas shit. Um, we see like cushions and butt jokes. Yeah, like a lot of like dirt kind of dirty cards, that kind of thing. There's like, there's like a fat guy with a neck beard. Um, it, me fairly soon. Um, there's a fat guy with a neck beard who comes in and he just kind of like looks at some um, uh, Game of Thrones cups, breathes heavily, and then leaves. 
And that's a new wager. That's probably the only customer you're going to see today. And uh, then we kind of like our camera turns and we see Anna Villanova behind the counter in her dope Spencer Gifts uh, shirt. And she's soon joined by the rest of the crew. You guys can just already be there. You guys can, like, be hanging out in the back. You guys could be, like, popping out from behind a a rack of, like, naughty cards. Oh, yeah, because the employer has been on me before, but I had all my friends in here, even though there's nothing going on. Yeah, Mr. Garabedian has been like, like you, like oh no, you Danya, you can't have these people in here all the time. You can't have be just hanging out with your friends. You're working. Yeah, so everyone has to hide whenever a customer comes in. Yeah. All right. So as so that the old guy like walks out, Anna's like, "Coast is clear, sluts." Anna's been reading too many of these cards. Yeah, in her head, there's this eternal monologue. Oh no, nobody thought that was funny. I'm a loser. This is really difficult. Being a teenager is the worst. There you go. Yeah, that's just your eternal monologue for everything. You're delivering it. You're delivering a powerful blow to yourself right away. <laughs> yeah. Take insecure. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, thank you. Oh, uh, Manateen comes up and says, "Thank you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all are right. all sluts together. <laughs> all of us are sluts who love each other and love the earth. And uh, Manatine, you, Alex, you, you and I had been talking that Manatine can disguise, uh, disguise Manatine as a human. It's yes, some pretty, some pretty basic technology. Okay, so in our and culture, you're... to pass as human, to be bipedal, to live on two feet and walk upright. And you had said that you're. Uh, your secret identity name is Jean-Vievre. Um, that was my secret, secret identity. My actual name, though, is not Jean-Vievre. It is Fitzgibbons. <laughs> so do you go... So um, if someone was to come, come in here and be like, what's your name, lady or man? You would say... Fitzgibbons. I'm Fitzgibbons. a manatee. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, can you describe what uh, Manatine's Fitzgibbon's secret identity looks like? Well, secret identity is, of course, Manatine, but that is my true identity. Um, my alias. Yes, my alias is Fitzgibbon's, who is a um, gentle man who knows very little about marine life or Atlantean culture and knows very little about spacecraft or technology. Um, He passes as simply a fool among the parade of fools at our high school. Okay, so Fitzgibbons is like a, um, just like a high school boy who seems like a fool and knows nothing of technology? He knows very much about socializing and human uh, rituals, but he is very, he knows very, little about technology okay um and it is the perfect disguise that no one would ever suspect i actually nobody would ever suspect that he actually is the atlantean who knows very much about technology is this a standard issue atlantean costume or did you craft it yourself 
Uh, it was provided by um, my people. All right, we've also gone back and forth on whether you're from, whether you're an Atlantean or a Manatid or a Manitanian. So why don't we nail that down? Or is Atlantean just the term for any of the sea folk? Atlantean is a term for any of the sea folk who are citizens of Atlantean society. It is very much like being a citizen in the United States. You might also belong to a different state or perhaps be a different species, such as dog, cat, all live in the United States and are citizens here, just like manatids are Atlanteans. You know, I am a manatid who happens to be a Atlantean citizen, um, but I've left that all behind after the genocide of my people. <laughs> right, well, that one's new. <laughs> and are any of these terms considered slurs in your culture? Manatid is not a slur, but it would just be it'd be like calling you human it's it's awkward but it doesn't have any real negative connotation um, are there any deeply offensive things to call you that we would never use because we love and respect you toothless is the worst thing you could call somebody it means that they are old they've lost the ability to eat and they must be fed by others which is just a shameful practice many manatids would much rather once they once they leave their once they lose their teeth, um, go on the exodus and starve themselves rather than be a burden on their people. All right. So here's what I think is already happening. I think actually, rather than this be background information, I think um, Manatine as Fitzgibbons is looking around at the crazy um, things in Spencer's gifts and is asking questions, like. Um, what what does over the hill mean? Um, what what is? Why is it funny that first we think it is the we think it is the crests of female uh, female breasts, but then upon the opening of the card, it is the buttocks of a man. Like why? You know, he's just going through like dumb shit you'd find at Spencer's and asking questions. And then Anna, what's the question you make the mistake of asking Manatine that elicited all of that information? I was asking if they had any Spencers in, in Atlantia and what their, uh, if you thought any of this was funny. Okay. So here's what I think is uh, here's what I think is happening. Well, let me make a roll then. There's well, a roll that's like I want to see if I can like use my employee discount to buy a shirt for his for his manatee mom and dad. Well, actually, I was gonna say this sounds like you're not so different after all. Is that the one you're making? Yeah, I've taken that move. Cool. I have zero freak, but I happen to roll a four and a six. So um, let me take a look at the move again. Give me one second. Okay, what is team? Like adding a team to the pool? That's like extra dice that you guys can utilize to to add bonuses to stuff. Extra dice. Oh, okay, cool. In David, my isn't there... Go David, on. isn't there a move that's like open up to someone? Or am I just thinking of comfort and support? Comfort and support, you might be thinking of share vulnerability with the team moves. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, okay. what what racial slurs might count as a vulnerability on this group, right? Say that again. I feel like a qualifier. 
Yeah. But I mean, Alex, I guess if you have that move, then that works. So yeah. Okay. So Great. what are the what are the results of that move? In my mean? home, we do not have the same uh, humor that is celebrated here on your world. I'm sure that that would surprise you, knowing my humor, Anya, and my joy, the V. Um, <laughs> under the water, whoopee cushions are impossible. We do not have farting humor. You cannot make farting noises with your lips by just blowing air between them. Our humor is very dry. That, that, ah, that's pretty funny because, you know, you, you come from a wet place. That, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Thank you. All right. So you're, so you're uh, adding a team to the pool? Adding a teen to the pool. And um, who keeps, who keeps blowing, making that blowing noise. I'm also going to. Um, I don't. I don't need a clear. I'll just do that. I, it says choose two, but that's plenty. That's enough. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Let um, me also yeah. mislead him. Let me. <laughs> I can also take influence over, over Anya. So okay. I'll. I'll do that as well. Well, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you already have influence over? Um, oh, you don't have influence over Anya already. So Manatine wants to get influence over Helix? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Um, we never really said it. In what does Anya look like outside of her superhero costume? I don't think we did a great job of describing her as Helix either. So could you maybe describe Helix real quick again for us to compare? Oh, uh, so so Helix, she has a superhero costume and it's and it's Helix themed, like a double Helix, as in like the building blocks of biology because that's her focus. It's very colorful and it's sort of like a classic superhero outfit with like a mask and like a um, gloves on and stuff. Okay. Um, and she is a she is a ambiguously Asian looking woman with silver hair and otherwise she just looks like a teenage girl. She tends to prefer wearing formal clothing, which is partly why wearing these Spencer's uniforms is like really shapes her. Okay. She, she finds this to be below her. Yeah. Okay. I will notice that. Um... Well, let's, let's, let's let the other folks hop in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Captain Football and Shadow Boxer. How do we uh, how do we see you two enter this scene, or have you been there the whole time, just merely out of the shot? Maybe we're just like throwing a ball outside, you know, just two of us. <laughs> That's a possibility. It's like here, you pretend to be my dad. You're proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were still in your costume, or way out. Football. Okay. Don't don't leave home without it. So yeah, in that case, I feel Shadowbox is probably still in hers too. Yeah, as we're it's a couple of team players. Okay, so maybe you guys are <laughs> maybe you guys are in either the back, as in like uh, the like little break room, storeroom area, um, or just in the back of the store where you can <laughs> easily tuck behind the, uh, the the all the Jack Sparrow merchandise. Yeah, you're just like throwing around stuff from the warehouse section, like in the back. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a possibility. Uh, is, that what you, that, is that what you guys are doing? NC-17 rated stuff that, that, you know, you got a special ID just to buy it. Yeah, the uncensored butts. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you guys are doing? Oh, yeah. David, is that cool? Yeah, throwing, throwing the ball around there. Yeah. So around the are... open gate section. Yeah, so you guys are in the in kind of in the back, um, tossing around something as a football. Again, we know what Captain Football looks like for sure. Um, but could you describe Shadow Boxer's outfit again to it for us? Yeah, I think she she looks like a I don't know, kind of like a like a Batman universe ninja. I feel she's got like a hood. It's all black and uh, like yellow. And she can. Uh, I think her power is. It's camouflage, and she can kind of like change that color, like predatorize herself if she needs to. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are throwing around something in the back, and uh, you guys. I think I think she might be uh trying to make conversation. Maybe. I can't believe the super squad came down down on us so hard. You know. I thought we did pretty good. I don't know. It came down on us so hard. I can't believe. Yeah, and I bet that black car drives really fast. All right. So we're kind of seeing we're kind of seeing some of Captain Football just kind of being like, oh, supreme. Uh, yeah, supreme. The car, the living car. But we're seeing Captain Football maybe being kind of like, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say vacuous. <laughs> A idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she she's like, uh, yeah. I mean, sucks. Like, I really want to be part of this. Like, I really want us to be a team. You know. But you think I belong here? I don't know. I think you're a, a, a number one contender. Is that good? I don't know what that means. It means you're part of the team, man. You know, there's no I in team, but there's a me in team. And that's you. All right. So um, I think one of two things is happening here that I want to throw in. I think either Captain Football is trying to comfort or support Shadow Boxer. Yeah, for sure. Um, or poss and or possibly Shadow Boxer is trying to pierce um, Captain Football's mask to like find out more about him. Well, I, I was. Uh, steering toward uh, sharing my vulnerability oh, or weakness. Well. He's already got to love Shadow Boxer. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Let's do the uh, let's do the comforter support first. Unless will the other thing allow? Um, I'll rem it's, it's different for each character. Also. Oh, I'll good, so yeah, when I share. Vulnerability or weakness with someone. Ask them to confirm or deny that you should be here. And then if they confirm, and if they deny, something happens. So it sounds like he confirmed. Oh, I confirmed. We're going, we're going that route. Yeah. So that means uh, I give you influence over me. Nice. So cool. But you already had influence over Shadow Boxer, it seems. Yeah. In that case, shift the labels around. What does that mean? You have influence over me now? Uh, 
Uh, nope, that means uh, my labels, like the stats, you can say one goes up and one goes down. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well. And if you look in that thing, you can see what Shadow Boxer's current stats are, or should he not? That doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess just based on that conversation, you can kind of make it up whatever you want. Did you? I guess the labels are pretty self-explanatory. What is the basic move that you're looking at, Austin? The, ba the basic move, um, the thing that uh, David just did is on his character playbook. Okay. On the character playbooks, there's a thing that's like, when you open up to somebody, when you do this. Under the team moves mm -hmm. part. There's a lot of moves here. You see peripheral moves and adult moves. It's, it, it's, on, the, it's on the character playbook. So it'll yeah. be on the thing that's like the bull. Well, I don't have moves like that. Team moves. I see. When you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, give them influence and hold too. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Shadow Boxer. <laughs> I feel guilty and insecure that we lost a big fight in front of all those adults and the super troopers. And, you know, the only silver lining for me is getting to sweet, see that sweet black Cadillac. Well, yeah, he is pretty cool, I guess, but it would have been, man, I thought we were doing pretty good. Just, I don't know. No one died. We were good. I don't understand why they gotta be so rough or tough on us. We're already heroes. Come on. Yeah. This sucks. Come, come on. All right. So let's have uh, let's have Captain Football, old Wade Hammond, go ahead and uh, Lee. Could you adjust Shadow Boxer's uh, things? Wait, I have to adjust her things. Yeah, the labels. So say one goes up and one goes down. Um, the danger freak, savior, superior, Monday. Yep. You got it. Those labels. Okay. Um, I guess um, mm, Savior will go. Well, hold on one second. Yeah, I'm going to take Savior down one. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take Superior up one. All right. Are you cool with that, uh, David? Thumbs up. <laughs> so, and then it seemed afterwards, like Lee, you were you trying to do a similar thing with opening up to Shadow Boxer, or were you trying to still do the comfort or support thing? Either way, it's fine by me. Okay. Um, let's have you do this as a roll. So, when you comfort or support someone, roll plus mundane. All right. I wrote a total of a seven. Seven. Mundane is negative one, so six altogether. Fuck. Okay. Well, you got to be honest with you. I'm hopeless too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So here's here's something that uh, here's something that goes on. Um, no, you don't need to mark a condition. Yeah. Uh, but I think that you're you're trying to support. Shadow Boxer, you're trying to say this stuff, and I think mm -hmm. Shadow Boxer, you could kind of see that, like Captain Football, you guys were in a, uh, a like a simulation, but Captain Football looks a little worse for the wear. He's uh, throwing this football around with you, and um, 
seems to be kind of moving a little bit slower than you would think. And um, while this uh, while this is going on, you probably realize you should probably get into the uh, get inside and kind of chill out for a while with this guy. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So let's throw you guys all into the same pot. So the store is nice and quiet. It's the four of you together. And, um... Yeah, you guys have just kind of been shooting the shit. And I'll say it's like closing time now. And so Anna's closing up the store. So now you guys are kind of totally alone. There's no customers coming in. It's just you guys. And those awesome Invader Zim shirts. So Anna's just walking around, like turning off all the displays and mm -hmm. shutting down all the motion sensing things, getting the lights. And she walks around, she's like, so what's the plan? What's the plan, guys? Yeah, uh, Anything cool happening after after we get out of here? Anyone want to go training? Well, you guys do know you have school tomorrow. She says, uh, or are you all going to go to bed like a bunch of sissies? Not me, I'll train. We go run some AKs. Um, yeah, I mean I have like a test tomorrow, but I mean yeah, I could I could always use some you know practice. Right? I think she, she looks at Manatine, just like yeah, you know, like trying to be a better hero, practice and stuff. The world needs better heroes. There are plenty of good teens. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, on, on, the, on the subject of heroics and uh, what you guys did, um, there was uh, there was some. In the end of that, I know you guys were pissed off about the uh, the awful defender's take on it, but the end of that simulation theoretically had that coffee shop blowing up and an apartment building full of people being lit on fire by a duck with the powers of a dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we um, agree. There was also. There was also the situation in which uh, Captain Football like broke the arms and battered all of those people who were being held hostage by the puppets. Yeah, that'll, that'll teach them. And um, <laughs> they were complicit. And <laughs> they were complicit. And at least Shadow Boxer had been trying to like get some of these folks to uh, to safety, but was at some point like, no one's listening to me. <laughs> you know, I don't remember that last part. <laughs> Yeah, so we're all like thinking about these, like having these flashbacks of all these miserable failures from last mission going through our head. It's like, what would we, and I said, what would we even work on? We're already such a good team. Yeah, we just really good. Maybe we need a car person <laughs> to be like a, a fifth member of our team, though. Oh, yeah, every good team has a getaway driver. Yeah, who is an actual car, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe, um, Maybe oh, Supreme it could be, it could be a Nissan Rogue, and he could be called Rogue. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Or it could be a Dodge Avenger, and it could be called Avenger. I think we need to canvas the streets, guys, for our fifth member. Yeah, we can go recruiting. Lee. Uh, would you say that you're um, you're sharing a triumphant celebration or a vulnerability with these folks? 
No. <laughs> okay. The vulnerability about not being a car-based life form. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a car. Yeah. All right. I guess similarly, uh, Helix. Yeah, would, one a car. Would you be saying you're doing either of those things? Uh, I don't. I don't think so right now. Okay. Uh, right now, it's we're just we're sort of just patting ourselves on the back. How great we are. Who oh, is that? I mean, one of those things is sharing in a triumphant celebration. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's do it. You know, we're, we're gonna delude ourselves into believing that we had the perfect, the perfect scenario that last time. Okay, uh, well, I'll share in that. <laughs> here's, well, here's, here's the thing um are, do you guys really view it as like a triumph or are you kind of like uh just telling yourself it's a triumph uh no it would definitely be like bravado i think mm -hmm. that anya knows that like as soon as the meat missiles started flying into the apartment building she's like something has gone wrong here but um but like she said back when they were trying to when um, the awful defender was trying to chastise she was like i knew it was a simulation the whole time so mm -hmm. with you Okay. It was only no, it's not entirely true. All right. Well, then I think uh, I think we'll hold off on those for a second because we're kind of somewhere in between. We're kind of hiding our vulnerability, like but also not. Yeah. Huh. Childhood and adulthood. Yes. Um, all right then. Well, you guys know two things are coming up. You knew that the Super Squad is going to contact you guys again in about a week's time for an additional like. Uh, trial or kind of test to uh, gain entry as junior members of the super squad. Um, the other thing you do know is that tomorrow is like supposed to be, there's a special assembly going on at school. Ooh, is it like a school spirit type thing? Like a pep rally for the team? Um, you guys have been told like, there's going to be a very special thing. Dress nicely and everybody be on your best behavior. Better. So I yeah, my varsity jacket. Yeah, Principal Lee came out. Oh yeah, because there's kind of two principals at this school, and uh, both of them came out. Principal Lee and Principal Dondelinger, and uh, they came out and kind of like chastised or like kind of told everybody like, "You be on your best behavior. Everybody, don't look like slobs and no monkey business." Like, yeah. Oh, and so you remember that was on like the morning announcements or whatever it was, or they got on the intercom and said that jointly. We should stage a big prank on it. Oh yeah, pranks are funny. Yeah. Uh, distinctly American humor. I love it. Yeah. You should put little bottles of piss all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, that where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, but let's leave them in a car truck for several months. First. I see the humor in that. Where I'm from. You urinate all over yourself because you're surrounded by water. But here, you are not surrounded by water and not covered in urine constantly. <laughs> well, we it's actually quite pleasant when it's a cold tide or current passing. That must be nice. Man, being a manatee would be the best. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, one of the big questions, I guess, actually, we're not really addressing it. We're kind of beating around things. So do you guys have anything that you want to ask of one another or any stuff that you have to bring up with one another? Yeah, what's up with you being a manatee? What's the deal with you being a human? You shut up, manatee. Classic. That's very, very <laughs> racist. Um, right. uh, I might try to shadow box. I might try I, to. 
in the middle of this. I was gonna I was gonna ask, uh, is either of you trying to provoke the other one to something? Is that what's going on right now? Not yet, no. Okay. Or trying to pierce the mask of the other person? Hmm. No. I mean, uh, basically figure out what the deal is with the person, like figure out who they are. Not yeah, just well, like their secret sure. identity, but what their deal is. Sure, I wouldn't know what, what Manatine's deal is. Okay. Sure, so go ahead and roll plus mundane. Alright, this will work well. Ooh, I got an 11 minus 1 is a 10. 10, pretty good. So you get to ask three of those pierce the mask questions. Okay. What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to? And how could I gain influence over you? Um, I guess I will ask the first three. So first, what are you really planning, Manatee? And this doesn't, planning. Like a, this doesn't have to be a grand overarching plan. This could literally be like, 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 what are you about to do? What's, what's, what do you want? Hmm. I want our team to become the best teen team this world has ever seen. And I want to walk amongst my people once more with my brothers in arms as we take down King Crab and avenge my people. Uh, awesome. What was the second question? I don't have the. What do you want me to do? So, what would Manatee oh. want Manatee want you to do? Yeah. Yeah, Manatee. I would want Captain Football to be more of a team player. Oh, I put the I in team. <laughs> All right. What? Uh, what was the third one? And the third one is, what do you intend to do? And that's too similar. Uh, how how can I gain influence over you? Um, Further influence? Yeah. Take a look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, find us a driver. I really like that idea. Mm, me too. Okay. I'm sick of driving my spaceship around. All right. Yeah. Manatee has had to drive. Uh, Fitzgibbons has had to figure out how to get around uh, less conspicuously than via spaceship. Well, I'm going to fast forward to the next day if we don't have anywhere else to go with this stuff. So we're going to move to the next day. And tomorrow, um, let's say tomorrow's a Monday. That was your weekend adventure. And uh, tomorrow's a Monday. And uh, Shadow Boxer, you're waking up. Your character name is Nora Knox. So in the old Knox household... You're kind of waking up. What's what's your morning routine look like? Um, all right. Well, she is real into being this like hero thing, so I think she she gets up real early, does like push ups or something, and then uh, you know, it's, like way too early, you know, she's already. I think I have down here that 
she's raised by like her aunt. So her aunt's there, I guess. Oh, I maybe she, she, her aunt's just sleeping. I thought based on what we said, here. I thought based on what she said, she had her family uh, who had who had superpowers were still around. Oh, I don't know. That's what I had on here. I don't really remember what I said. But someone's there, but it doesn't matter because she's like, it's fine. I'm going to jog, jog to uh, school. Don't okay. worry about it. All right. So maybe, yeah, maybe your aunt, if that's what we're going with, maybe your aunt is, is down there and she's like, like, not like, Nora, here, you, you need to have breakfast. And she's made like, uh, she's made uh, like French toast. And she's, she just like grabs it. She's like, "All right, um, do this on the road. Thanks." And she's like, "You can't just do that." And hold on, wait—you're gonna wear that? They the the school sent out the school sent out a bulletin that said uh, you guys should dress up today. There was a big assembly. I called to ask for what, and they wouldn't tell me. I got I I set out these clothes. I got them out of the the closet in the hall. Uh, what kind of clothes are these? Um, like they're like formal. they're like Sunday's best kind of clothes. Um, yeah, I guess since it's either her aunt or mother saying this, she's like, "All right." She's like, yeah, oh. maybe she just like runs back upstairs or something with those. Okay, so she's she's running back to grab those things, oh, change into those clothes, or just grab them. Change into them, yeah. Okay. She's then once once you come back down. So now what? Are, now what are you wearing? You said it was Sunday's best, right? Yeah. So what does that mean for Nora? Um, uh, I guess like some kind of like dress. Um, but she has like tights on under it, I guess. Okay. Okay. So she's wearing kind of a modest dress with tights on underneath it. She's got her backpack, got toast in her hand still, or maybe she's finished the toast by now and kind of uh, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. wiping the last smackerels off her mouth. And uh, she says... Too much uh, smackerels. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, well, do you want... You, you should probably have something to drink. At least have a glass of, glass of orange juice or... I know you're... Um... Uh, I know, I know you kids are always drinking fancy coffees. I'd made a regular cup of coffee if you want that, though. I don't know how I feel about teens drinking coffee. All right, I got I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna be late. I want to jog. I, Nora, and this is your aunt, whose name is what again? And by what again, I mean for the first time. I have Aunt Maria. Aunt Maria. So Aunt Maria says, Nora, I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that you're doing, I'm glad that you're doing well. I know I, I've watched the news and I hear so many nasty things are going on, but I know you're, uh, why, why is, she, why is your aunt in the house? Because we had established that your parents had had superpowers, but lived regular lives. Are your parents still in the picture? Are they dead? Are they in prison? Are they away for vacation? Um, 
I have here that, I don't know if I said this out loud or what, but I have typed in here that um, Maria's sister, who was my mom, died using her powers. But I don't know what the powers were, or how that died, or if we even said that out loud. Okay. In the previous game, you had also... She might have a tragic... In the previous game, you also said that they just had regular lives and jobs. So did she... Did she die using her powers like, like you know, for once I have to use these and died? Sure. Yeah. The tragic, normal superhero kid backstory. And she's also oh, a yeah. Disney princess. Okay. <laughs> um, so she's like, I think Aunt Maria says, you know, I just get so scared and I want you to be careful. And I... And I think she kind of like awkwardly like kind of reaches across the table um, to kind of like hold your hand. And she says, you know, your father's so sad these days and I came here to help. I, I know, I know kind of what's inside you and I just want you to be careful with it and not take those risks like your mother did. I mean, she didn't have to, she didn't have to try to pull that bus of nuns off the from falling off the bridge but even though she succeeded she herself was was killed tragically uh no and she's i think if this is a comic book you know it has like the panel or two of her not moving and she's like no that won't happen to me okay but i do think that uh i do think your aunt is trying to shift your labels here for sure well, let's see. Let's see if she does. So she I think can't. that get out of my labels. Get out of my labels, Aunt Maria. Um, I think she's trying to shift your mundane up and your uh, savior down. And she goes, and she's like, I, I just want you to, I just want you to get do well in school and. Go go to go to a nice school. Get a good job. You'll, I think it'll make your I think it'll make your father very happy. So yeah, she wants to shift mundane up, savior down. Uh, man, I feel like she's she's real not into that. You resisting those that shift? Yeah, I feel I have to. Okay, go for it. So you just roll. It's just a straight roll. Alright. Well, I do get potential from that. Oh, did you fail it? So, yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, on a miss, their words hit you hard. Mark a condition, and then I'll adjust your labels. So, go ahead and mark a condition. Uh, I would say like, insecure or guilty or afraid make the most sense. Hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll go for afraid. Okay. And yeah, I think she uh she does do that where she oh, she's remembering like oh, this is dangerous. This you have to be careful. Yeah, that's why she's afraid. And uh, yeah, we see that that like the news report that she had seen of her mother, uh, or no, she was in the car as a as a younger girl. And when her mother was like trying to pull this this bus of nuns from falling off of a bridge, and uh, the only way that she could do it is if 
she like ripped part of the bus apart uh, so the nuns could get out, but then the whole bus fell on her and uh, as it went off the bridge and crushed her in the icy deep of Halcyon River. Uh, but yeah, your mundane is going up to three and your savior's going down to one. she says I'm and Aunt Maria just says like I'm sorry to throw that at you in the morning dear I anyway here I I made you some lunch uh don't don't be late for school and she pulls a little like brown paper bag um of lunch to hand you and right next to it is like a tray of food that uh she was clearly making for your father who I think has been like very depressed in the last however much time has passed since your mom died Mm-hmm. So I imagine he's almost like bedridden with grief in the house. So then we'll hop over to uh, Anya. Where does Anya live? I know she has a benefactor to a certain degree that helped her get like a like a green card or get like a, a visa i don't know if the term green card is still used yeah so she helped her like sort of get over to america although really the credit for that goes to the manatees of course um mm. if you may remember mm-hmm. um, Who, whom helix uh with their with one of their consent uh got inside him yeah the real jonah situation yes absolutely a real leonardo dicaprio uh, horse deal, but consensual this time. Obviously, yes. Uh, yeah, this woman, she was like this old scientist lady, but she doesn't even know where she is. She hasn't met her. She sort of just got her over here and gives her advice over the phone. So Anya lives in like a, like a youth shelter type place. for like Awesome. That's what I was thinking too. Places. Uh, so like she'll like get up and like, it's like, there's like rows of beds she doesn't have many outfits, but she does have, like, one nice sort of, like, businesswoman type suit <laughs> that she saved up for. It. She's going to wear that today. Um, and if people will notice it, like, she only has, like, the one nice thing. Okay. Uh, and, um, yeah, she's just getting ready for a day. Like, at some point, like, she's getting, like, eggs or something that they provide there. And, like, okay. this, this bully, like, comes by and it's like, hey, oh, you're out late again. Do nothing because nobody likes you. And he like steals her eggs, and she's like, uh, "Oh well, um, yeah, you can have those. I wasn't gonna eat them anyway." He like looks down. They've all like she's like changed their biological structure. And they all like turn this like wet slurry on his plate. Gross. Like, inedible. Yeah. So, um, okay, so I think we see that kind of like Biff interaction with Anya, um, and yeah, this is like a boys and girls um, like. Yeah, you said like like home for tr- home for uh, youth in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think that's what it's called the the Halcyon Home for Youth in Distress. And um, there's like maybe a dozen or more male and female youths youths, uh, um, and you each live on kind of like separate little wings. But there's a lot of common areas, including this area where you guys kind of eat breakfast and that kind of thing, and. Uh, so this Biff-esque character kind of does that. You change the eggs into, like, gross slime. He's like, oh, sick. 
this place yeah. sucks. And he just takes the plate and he throws it in the garbage like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer and kind of <laughs> strudges away. And um, all right. Uh, who is the person that Anya thinks is uh, cute here at the Halcyon City home for troubled youths? Oh, it's like this quiet guy who like doesn't say much. He kind of like just hangs out by himself. <clears throat> He's got like a long emo for hair, and he actually has some choice items from Spencer's gifts, and she's always hoping that like he'll show up there. Okay, so I think that uh, I I think I'm going to add one wrinkle to this. So we see we see a per this this boy. He's he's he's. He's smiling. He's kind of cute. He's got uh, glasses on inside, which is weird, like sunglasses. Um, and at first it's like, oh, who's this hipster? And he's like, hey, Anya, don't let don't let old. Um, what's the bully's name? Um, Biff. It's actually Biff. Yeah, I was trying to think of a variant of Biff. Like, like yeah. buff. <laughs> <laughs> don't let old. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's Biff, but it's short for Biffkowski. Yeah, it's um, a long distinguished name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, don't let old uh, don't let old Biffkowski uh, bug you. Bit a real Biff, am I right? I was like, haha, yeah, totally. Who needs him? It's, he's no big deal. I, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Trevor. Trevor. All right, so Trevor um, says, "Like, how's the how's the food looking today?" And he just kind of like um, like stares, kind of blankly at the or like motions over towards the. I'm imagining almost like uh, buffet style stuff that these kids yeah. can grab, like a little something and go. Breakfast at the Halcyon Youth Center. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So Trevor. says uh you know i mean it it smells it smells okay but i don't usually like to listen to biff i mean what isn't he wrong about but still being able to see stuff would sure help and uh yeah trevor is definitely blind that's okay. what i'm gonna throw out there um and he's like how's uh everybody says that oh, yeah that's trevor he knocked something over uh, classic Trevor. Oh, oh, Trevor, fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think Trevor says like, "Heard you guys are going to a," uh, and I think Trevor goes to a different school mm -hmm. than most of the rest of the folks, being blind, or if he he has like slightly separate classes or something like that. Um, and so he'll say like, "Heard you guys are there's going to be a big uh, some kind of big assembly. Do you know what the deal with that is?" See, no, I, I don't know actually, but you know they. They're always, has, they're always having all kinds of assemblies. Ever since the high schools emerged, they always think we're all so delicate and upset. I'm sure it's more, you know, trying to get everyone to get along. Probably nothing. Huh. Well, uh, I hope it's something exciting for you. I can remember some of the ones that we would have, but not much, not much to see. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. It's been it's not much to see here, am I right? <laughs> not not much to see here. <laughs> I'm just picturing that this is like what the manatee in humor would be like in my head. Yeah. 
And then Man then uh, Manateen would explain that it was S E A. Do you get it? Do you get it? Uh, but yeah, uh, I think Trevor says like, you know, it's been it's been tougher for me to get around uh, ever since ever since what happened to Buttons, but I guess now I can. Uh, pretty soon, maybe something will work out, and I can come to the same school you guys do. I say, uh, you know, you don't, you know, Trevor, you don't ever really talk about Buttons too much. Uh, what? Do you mind if I ask what happened there? Well, Buttons was my, and I feel like we have like a like a like realization like buttons was my uh my seeing eye dog and about x amount of time ago that anya goes uh-oh there was something terrible happened to buttons and he i mean i had to i had to call somebody to just to, to see and he was making terrible noises the the person from the veterinary clinic that came by said he'd, he'd never seen anything so terrible Oh, and I so, think that's, I think Anya realizes whatever happened in her past as a helix of like revealing her powers and like uh, accidentally mutating a bunch of dogs in the area must have killed Buttons. Oh, uh, so as an aside though, that happened like as a catalyst for her leaving her home country. But I definitely think this is something that like, she could have replicated at some point over sure. here. And maybe had a nightmare about I, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, there was it was when you were staying here in this uh, shelter, so it would kind of make sense. Yeah. Or maybe you're and, a cold-blooded dog killer. <laughs> yeah. Also, also Helix feels on feeds on dog blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I haven't said that. Like she's like an outspoken like environmentalist <laughs> activist, mm -hmm. like in her free time to like make up for her horrible guilt of just constantly like mutating all sorts of animals, like in the course okay. of carrying out her powers. It's like dogs are bad for the environment. Yeah, <laughs> they are carbon emissions. Have you ever met beavers? Deforesting everything. But yeah, so I think that he. Um, oof. Um, I think that that's either going to be. What do you think is more interesting? If that's like a powerful emotional blow, or is that more of a? Yeah, fuck it. I think that's what that is. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. Awesome. So go ahead and yeah. roll plus the conditions you have like, marked. This is one that you want to roll low on. It's like everything is powerful and emotionally blows. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I'm supposed to roll... Um, what is it? Roll plus the number of conditions you have marked, which right now is none for you, so it's just a straight roll. All right. And with this, you want to roll low. All right, I got 10. 10. All right, that's bad. <laughs> Uh -huh. Okay, you get to choose. So, uh, when you take a powerful blow, roll plus conditions marked on a ten plus. Choose one. You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way, or you could choose two from the seven to nine list. Okay, which is I like, think, yeah. I think the, the pretty obvious solution here would be running away. Okay. Um. So as he like finishes talking about his like beloved and very important seeing eye dog taken yeah. away. It's like, oh, uh, that, that's, that sounds just off. But look, I, I, I gotta run. Uh, I, you know, uh, assembly, um, probably really, really, really important. I don't want to miss that. So, uh, Honey, I yeah. thought you had another, I thought you had another at least 15 minutes before the bus that brings us over there is, and she's, she's just running gone. out the door. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah. So the, one of the things with that, I think is it was not like, there was no way that like looked subtle or like, mm -mm. oh, I just, oh shit, I gotta yeah. go. And, and then just like, goodbye. Like, 
nudges his compatriots and says, God, what a freak. We see Anya kind of alone on the the, the bus that the Halcyon home for uh, youth in crisis heads to uh, as they heads to the school. And remember, you guys are now all at Bay Valley High School, and Bay Valley High School has become massive as it's also incorporated Halcyon High into it. And I think that Halcyon High had been more like centrally located within the city itself, and Bay Valley is like it's. It's a massive city, so that's not what I was about to say. Doesn't make as much sense, but it's much more of a schlep for basically all of the characters now. Like the school isn't right around the corner anymore. Um, and the first person I think we we visit is we see some morning drills going on with uh, Captain Football. Yeah, he's, he's drilling his team. So. I think the coach is out there, and uh, what's the coach's name? Coach K. Coach K. All right. Coach K, who's good at making gains. So the coach is out there, like, yelling at everybody, and you guys are doing, like, just drills back and forth. Like, like all right, you're stewards. We're doing field sprints. And, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but one thing is... But Kevin uh, Football's getting confused, and he's like, Pretend like you're dodging an exploding car. Go, go long. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I think now we're talking car. It's chasing you. Go long. Yeah, he doesn't I think want Coach to be K. With you. <laughs> Coach K. Um, you think he's going to be your dad, but that doesn't happen. He just had sex with your mom, and then he leaves. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you heard the whole thing. The walls in this apartment are real thin. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, he was honking the whole time. Uh, yeah, Coach K, I think, is kind of watching. We see Coach K kind of standing there, and he's yelling at everybody. He's yelling at everybody. And we have a few panels in the comic book of him like staring, and he spits. Hey, he's coach, like a, you, you think if we do a real good job on this in this drill and the game on Sunday or Friday, I mean, uh, maybe we could do a big car wash, you know, he's for like, the team? He's like, get your head out of the car wash, son. Dragon <laughs> ass. You are. He's like, I have seen my old mother run faster, run faster than you. You're supposed to be the captain of this team. Those. Uh, and he like kind of like pulls you aside like overly roughly i'm sorry um, coach i just been really afraid and insecure and guilty and angry lately i just <laughs> i don't know what's got into me go through a lot of changes and he's like well get your head in the goddamn game will you he's like they're thinking about con they're thinking about consolidating the two teams of the, of the high school they don't know how long it's going to take to build this new school we might just be one giant school and if our team isn't uh, what, what does he say? And he's like, if our players are not on top, then all of us are going to be right in the bench, right in the goddamn bench. And he kicks over, um, like, ah, fuck it. He kicks the water boy. Yeah. Uh, he falls no, I'll, down. Kick him like, I, I, I'll kick him too. Okay. <laughs> so he's going to say, like, he says, uh, did you hear that? Uh, did you hear that news story about that, about that new superhero? He plays football. Now go out there and think to yourself that you could do this and stop being so... Ugh, you're worthless today, Wade. Come on. Sorry, Coach. Just right. afraid. And I think he's... <laughs> That's so guilty. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I think he's kind of 
putting you in this weird position where uh, I think he's trying to shift your labels. Mm. Or, think... or he's trying to make me do performance-enhancing drugs. I think that's it. <laughs> so I think I'm he's o- trying... I'm okay with succumbing to that pressure. I'll be uh-huh. honest. I think he's uh, trying to make you... Based on how based on how he did that, are you thinking he's more like insulting him and saying you can't do it or trying to push him to really do something here? It sounded like he was trying to push me to really do something. All right. Then he's trying to raise your superior and lower your, um, yeah, I guess mundane. Can I just accept that? Yes, absolutely. I'll be like, yes, sir. And he's like, he's like, that's the spirit. Now, now let's I'll see some goddamn running hustle. around the field as fast as I can go. And he's like, there we go. But yeah, your body is like dragging pretty significantly. Um, and um, you see, you look over there and see him, and he's kind of like, uh, he's kind of shaking his head. I think one of the sorry, coach, it's the night terrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the players, one one of the players from the uh, you guys will periodically like scrimmage with uh, the guys from Bay Valley, and one of the dude comes up and says like. Oh, yeah. Hammond. <laughs> yeah. Hammond. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were a flaming car to talk. Oh, just as uh, just as weird as you are slow today, Hammond. Shut up. He's like, huh, good comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I know you might think that you guys did pretty well in the last season, but this is our turf. You guys are just guests. Let's just say home field advantage. You better watch yourself. And somebody, uh, like another guy, comes by to him and is like, "Like, good job, Biff." Yeah, we'll see about that, but Biff. Because while we were guests in your house, I had sex with your mother. <laughs> and he's like, "Joke, <laughs> jokes on you. My mom died." <laughs> and they're like, "I know, I'm haunted by the memory." <laughs> And the, uh, and the other guy the other and I'm insecure like, yeah. about my current relationships with living women <laughs> and that makes me angry and he's like this guy's <laughs> this guy's a freak oh Biff. coach I think he already had uh, uh, I think he already had a few too many concussions better check your helmets there am I right <laughs> I had just the right amount of concussions alright so you better watch yourself. He's like, oh, I better watch myself. Listen, why don't you and your buddies just go go on back to the locker room, towel off, and call it quits? Because otherwise, <laughs> when we see you out on that field, I don't care if there's referees around, Hammond. You're going down. Bring it. Bring it down. Hmm. Are you trying to get him to do a thing in that? Yeah, why not? All right, what are you trying to get him to do? Fight me. Awesome. All right, uh, go ahead and roll plus superior. So 11. 11. Okay, still good. And you adjusted your stuff in on your that Google sheet? Oh, so 13 with the plus 2. Okay. So, um... Yeah, so they either stumble and you take plus one forward against them, they err and you gain a critical opportunity, or they overreact 
no, they rise to the bait and they do what you want. So this guy's like, like, oh, oh, that's it, Hammond. <laughs> yeah, and he, he um, me. and he just like like jumps at you, awesome. and uh, yeah. So obviously, even uh, as beat up as you are, you are a superhero. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Okay, so I'll fix your insecurities. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna okay. ruin this guy in front of everyone. Cool. So. Here's the thing I want to do here. Um, yeah, because this guy's not a threat, so I don't think this is a move. I think you just do this, and my question for you is going to be... Um, hmm. How do you live with yourself? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Um, we great insecurity and guilt, also anger. So, yeah. Um... Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. Um, if you're gonna really fight this dude, you're really gonna hurt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so like if you're gonna like like you're either gonna have to like like walk away from this and kind of be like, see, you're you're not doing anything to me, or if you fight him, you're gonna really fuck this guy up. Hmm. I'm okay with that. With the with fucking him up. Yeah, my plan okay. is to hoist him by the jock, jock strap onto the um, goalposts and leave him there hanging. Absolutely. Okay, so um, I think I think this uh, like any of that stuff is going to seriously ser- seriously injure him. Mm-hmm. And then he'll okay. go. So yeah, who's afraid now, Beth? And he'll walk away. Yeah. Crying. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're also <laughs> crying. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, God. You, yeah, Dude, and it that. injures his rectum. Like it's his, like you don't injure him catching him, but when you hang him from the goalpost, he has super strong underwear, and it's like it it basically like seesaws off his butt crack and causes some bad injuries. <laughs> yeah, so I your think underwear on wrong, Alex. Yeah. I think that we see some like we see this guy kind of uh, we see Biff kind of like leap at uh, Wade Hammond, and uh, we see Wade just grab this guy, and then the next thing we see are these like close-up shots of um, what what looks like like Wade pinning this guy to the ground, and then like crazily lifting up his uh, jockstrap or whatever, and like climbing the thing and hoisting him over onto it, and everybody's like it's mostly reaction. Uh, panels of like people being like, oh my god, oh my god. The the coach from the Bay Valley team is like, what the hell is happening? What is going on? And he's yelling at Coach K. And Coach K is like, Hammond, what are you, what are you <laughs> doing? God damn it. And he kicks the water boy over again. And we just kind of keep the panel keeps being further out and further out as like more of these people are like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Last but not least is Manatine. Yes. All right. So one of Manatine's early classes is uh, like a science class. Mm-hmm. And I think you're in there and uh, your science teacher, whose name is what? Um, Dr. Graham. Dr. Graham. Uh, Dr. Graham. And Dr. Graham is a guy in his, like, late 30s, early 40s. 
Um, he's always wearing like a button down shirt and a tie, but he has like the top kind of undone. He's always drinking coffee and he seems real kind of like, like, like I'm an intellectual. And, uh, after all, I'm a doctor, my doctorate from Halcyon university. So I could teach anywhere I'm choosing to teach here. Um, he's, he's said that, uh, directly and he's like, okay, class, go ahead and, uh, Crack open your textbooks. Let's go ahead and turn to page 182 to start this new unit. All right. Natural selection and evolution. The Darwin's theory, what he got right, what he got woefully wrong. And he goes into this like long spiel and he's like, he's like, what you need to know is that you are not something that was created merely out of stardust, completely although if you believe that the county tells me i have to say that's fine <laughs> and uh what you have to understand is you have reached the pinnacle of um of development biologically you crawled yourselves out of the muck and the mire each and every one of your ancestors pulled themselves out of the water Eventually, after millennia discarded their fins and flippers and gills, came up onto land and was able to build everything you see around you. And, uh, and he's like, Fitzgibbons. Uh, present. Oh. Excellent. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and it's into class. Fitzgibbons here. All right. Fitzgibbons, uh, you did pretty well on that last test. Uh, could you tell me what, in, in some ways, uh, how humans have become superior to their aquatic uh, ancestors or even <laughs> their much closer uh, primate ancestors? That means That means monkeys. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Bifkowski's not here. He's doing... He didn't make it to first period. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, I think that one thing that humans that we are very good at is... Um, Terrestrial life is very good at walking upright, um, but very bad at swimming. And it seems that aquatic life is actually far better at swimming. And when you are swimming, you don't just have to look in front of you and behind you, but also below and above. You must have much greater spatial awareness. So truly, in conclusion, it seems that um, we are so much better at, at walking. And um, he just starts sweating profusely. <laughs> I think he says, like, don't, uh, don't overexert yourself there, Fitzgibbon. Um, but yes, <laughs> we have managed to, uh, to evolve to walk upright to better see predators in our more primitive state and now to better interact with our environment controlling tools and and the like and uh while fitzgibbons has forgotten that we can look up and down as well 
Uh, I'm glad that he's he's at least recognized that after all these years, we've really come to uh, to arrive at something. Can you imagine being a creature who merely had the brain of a, uh, well, the size of a, hold on, let me pull something up. And the picture he pulls up on uh, the, the projector is of a manatee. Manatee. Oh my God. He's like, and he's like a creature. <laughs> he's like a creature who's, well, it's, defecations are much larger than its own brain. I mean, <laughs> class is laughing. Yeah, somebody's like, he's, he's talking about shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fitzgibbon starts laughing and sweating and like stumbles out of his desk and is running for the, the <laughs> door. Okay, I think that the way you just reacted to that, I think you either I, I think you are taking a powerful blow from that. <laughs> just a blow to your confidence. <laughs> Roll my confidence? No, just roll plus the conditions you have marked. But okay. for Manatee or not. So it's just a straight roll of 2d6. And you want to roll low. Okay, I got an 8. You got an 8. Okay. Um, so you can... You lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. So... If you say you're going to run out, I mean, the thing that make, would make the most sense probably is um, you, like, are like, I um, I have to leave. And maybe um, uh, Mr. G Dr. Graham, like, uh, is like, I guess he, he says something even nastier about manatees. I guess cabbage is on sale. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, <laughs> Fitzgibbons starts urinating on himself <laughs> but um goes back to his seat laughing um <laughs> he's just gonna power through and take two conditions okay sure what conditions are those i'd imagine uh insecure maybe and he's deeply insecure now okay any which yeah. other one? Oh, um and um and afraid you're afraid. All right. Okay. So I'll mark those for you. No, guilty, guilty, guilty. You're guilty because he yeah. didn't stand up for his uh, manatid compatriot. Right. Yeah. All right. And he's like, all right. Well, <laughs> let's leave the dugongs and those such uh, alone. And all right, let's get back to this book. So single cell organisms evolved in, and we kind of pan away as a. Uh, <laughs> Like I think we see a girl who's like, I can't believe that new kid pissed himself. <laughs> well, this is a callback to earlier. You're like, it's so delightful to cover yourself in warm urine. Not so <laughs> yeah. much on land. Don't recommend it. You're just yeah. really trying to find comfort. All right, class. Our lesson for today had been. An episode of This American Dice Presents Masks. Masks is a game by Magpie Games, so that's pretty interesting. They've produced a lot of exciting games. Masks is just their initial game um, about prepubescent superheroes, superheroes in an age group not unlike yourselves. 
The talent, the voice talent for this particular episode includes Alex as Manatine, Carl as Doctor Graham. Yes. Do you think manatees dream? Uh, manatees have a brain the size of what we would call a peanut. A peanut is, well, it's not really a pea or a nut. Doctor Graham. Yes. Even though it's really small, do you think there's an infinite cosmos within it? <sighs> every time I've ever... And like, every time they eat cabbage, it just makes them stronger, but they're trapped within a body that can't accommodate their dreams? Every time... Forever tortured within a pond of their own fecal matter? Every time I've ever looked into the eyes of a manatee, I've only seen the infinite blackness of my own, honestly, disappointment in, well, myself. So in that capacity, I guess you'd agree with my dad that, no, I don't think I can get into law school. My dad didn't make it into law school. Speaking of which, Lee is, uh, was the person who was playing Captain Football. Carl was playing... But you know the thing about football players is... Once you get hit in the head too many times, you forget math. And then can't be a lawyer, right? It's important to know math in order to be a lawyer. In part because you have to know how to charge people for various billable hours. That bitch took all my money. Carl played Helix... Shadow Boxer was played by David, and Austin was the Game Master. Again, Masks is a game Dr. by- Dr. Graham? Yes? Do you remember, um, that Beatles song, and it goes- Remember? Hold on, wait a minute. Do that again. I lost it. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me wipe this makeup off your face. <gasps> oh my god! No! It was you the whole time! Wait, I got a question for you guys. What do you think of social media these days? Because <laughs> as a teen, I find it, it makes me anxious. It's called social media, but no one's truly socializing. I... I agree. I post many photos of myself, and I do not get any comments or feedback on my photographs of myself. And Manatine will show you guys photos of him, and they're all taken way too close of his face. <laughs> so it just little manatee flippers can't hold it very far away. <laughs> it just looks like, it's like a gray surface. Fecal matter. <laughs> Fecal matter. <laughs> It's the shitty version of Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Join us next week for another exciting episode. This American Dice. The end credits was Alex and Austin.